Well, welcome. This is the Senior Estate Concierge Show, and I'm Marion LaSalle, and with me today, I have Dan Bodden. Hi, Dan. Hey, Marion. How are you? Oh, I'm fantastic. What a great day. It's a beautiful day. It is. It's a great day in the neighborhood. <laughs> Dan, I'd love to hear your thoughts on the Senior Estate Concierge Group. I know that you've been a member for a while. Can you give us some idea of what it's like to be a member? So the Senior Estate Concierge Group is amazing. I met Bill Graff at an event when he was just putting it together and we hadn't had any meetings yet or anything. But I loved his philosophy about what the group was for to serve seniors in a passionate way without money being a priority. Um, and so I stuck with him as he put it together and we did start assembling groups and, and having regular meetings. What an amazing group. I mean, this guy has put together some top shelf people and in so many disciplines. I was really amazed when I started going to the meetings, how many different businesses there are that serve seniors. And, and I love the common thread of the passion that every single member seems to have. They would do, if you send them a referral, uh, one group member to group member, which we do, uh, you know that that person is going to be taken care of whether it's uh, you know helping find a place for mom or whether it's a specific service or funeral services or whatever. We have people that can service virtually every senior need, including moving seniors, which is an interesting specialty. You're packing them up and moving them out. Yeah. 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 Uh, I think we have somebody in the group too that can help you work with mom or dad to get the car keys away from them when it's time, because that can be a really dangerous thing. And create some discord in the family. So that's an interesting specialty. Uh, but for me, it's been um, a vault of resources of people who are interested in my market, my audience, my people, which is seniors, um, but they do different things that I don't do. So it's a huge cross referral network for people that are in the group. And like I said, I've referred people and had great experiences, great feedback and, uh, you know, it's an honor actually to be part of this group. I'm amazed that they let me in. <laughs> That's funny. You're one of the best. I'm telling you, I've known Dan for quite a, quite a long time and I've heard nothing but great things. Oh, you know, thank he, you. Yes. Likewise. He talked about aging in place. Uh, there's nothing you can't do. And one of the things I love about your, uh, about your company is that you have a model where you can actually go and see all these cool things. So in my favorites. Yes, in a house. He turned the house into this model. So one of my two of my favorite things. One was the little glass, little whatever you call them that go glass through glass. the what is they call? They're glass cylinders. Glass cylinders. Yeah. So it brings in the light from outside, so you don't even have to have a light on. It was amazing. Yeah. And then the, of course on the, the other splash. one. Yeah. The other one was for the day in the bathroom. Okay. That was yes. kind of cool. <laughs> Days. You know what? Those are getting more and more popular, not just for seniors, but for everybody. It's like once you have one of those, you never want to get rid of it. Yes. yes. Hey, listen, I forgot to mention that there's a whole nother layer of benefit to society from senior state concierge. And that is the seniors themselves. So, uh, for example, I have an aunt and uncle who are 98 in Tucson. They're in an assisted living place, but they need additional services and they keep moving them and stuff. They need help with movers, but there's no nobody there. There's no one group that I can go to to find these resources for help that they need. 
Well, here with senior state concierge, we have that, that people that do all that. So I just pick up the phone when I get a call and something I don't do. It's easy for me to tell that homeowner, I know someone that can help you find a place to stay that's in your price range and here's how it works. Send them to Lori or one of the loyal members of the group. Um, and know that my my seniors are going to be taken care of. So public at large can benefit from this too. As we get the website up and glorified, it's going to be easy for people to get on there and find good people, reputable, reasonably priced people to do any service that has anything to do with seniors. It's a huge resource. You know, it's funny because I was... Uh... I witnessed this. I was actually involved in it before I really knew uh, too much about it. I have a friend who fell and broke part of her, uh, I, her pelvic bone area, like in three places. She had to go to the hospital, have an operation, then she had to go to rehab. And when she came out, she was like, you know, what am I supposed to do? I mean, they just let her out. And so it was during COVID. There was all this chaos, right? So they hooked me up with a member. Um, her name is Shannon Copa, and Shannon helps uh, seniors do a lot of different things. And she turned me on to the person that does PT, physical therapy, somebody who would deliver food for her. Mm -hmm. So she had a home health aide. She had, uh, you know, somebody that could help her with just about everything she needed. And then she followed up just to make sure everything went all right. We didn't need anything else. That's a quality person in your life to help your you and your your relative that way. Yeah, yes. cool. Yes, very cool. Well, let's get on to what you do, Dan, because I I find it fascinating. Um, not only that you're servicing seniors, but everything that you can do to help them stay in their home, which is very important to me. After I've seen what you know what what's out there, you know, if you have to leave your home, it could be really terrifying. It's, it's devastating the thought of us losing our independence. And we all know at some point, unfortunately, we're going to be there. So most of us see, uh, get a glimpse of this when we're, if you have parents that are, you know, over 70 or over 80 plus, you see the problems they have living at home and they want to stay home. And why not? You know, your home is familiar um, and so are the neighbors and so is the grocery store and the place you go get your hair done. And, you know, all, you're enmeshed in your community much more than you think. And you don't realize how locked in and how deep those roots are until someone says, hey, you're going to have to move out of your house and you're not moving back. So that is a pretty scary prospect for any of us. So the aging in place renovation or home modifications um, area is teaches people the things they can do. We walk through their home and do an assessment. Here's the things you can do that'll oh, help you right now or, or in the future if they have a progressive disease or they just gonna stay in that house till they go out feet first. There's things that you can do to make your home friendlier, safer. We can stay there independently. It's all done in a beautiful way. There's nothing uh, institutional looking about anything that we do. I teach these principles around the country and it's, uh, it's an area of passion for me. Um, but it it comes to us at business wise as I'm, I'm a remodeling contractor that specializes in working with seniors. Sometimes that's a whole house renovation. So you mentioned your friend coming home from the hospital. That's one of the type of calls we get. That's kind of an urgent needs thing. Oh, so that's where uh, someone's coming home from the hospital. Maybe it's in uh, two weeks or something and they can't get into the house because there's too many steps. 
or they can't get into the bathroom if they get in the house because the door is 24 inches wide, which is the skinny standard one that you see around in the homes in Texas and elsewhere. So doorways need to be widened. And what else needs to be done? Grab bars, lighting, flooring. Uh, the There's a certification course in this that takes three days to complete that teaches you all the stuff you can do in all the different rooms for all the different uh, challenges that we have as we get older. So obviously I would do something, some things differently if I had somebody that was uh, wanted to stay at home long-term and they were blind or if they're deaf or if they have a cognitive impairment. There's different things we do in the house and different ways that we work with those clients to make sure that they can stay in their home. Uh, and it's a custom fit for them. So this isn't really ADA. ADA is sort of a public buildings thing. doesn't apply to houses. And it's uh, it's the grab bar has to be this high prescriptions, uh, which don't always work for people. So if I see I've got a really short homeowner that I'm working with, an elderly woman, I'm not going to put the grab bars in the shower at 36 inches off the floor because it's too high for her. So the same things with bars by the toilet and et cetera. So we we actually look at the human metrics and how they move and how they step into the shower, how they get down on the toilet, how they get up from the toilet, uh, so that we can put all this hardware that's beautifully done um, in for them. And if it's done right, it's invisible. So people walk in and you wouldn't even tell that any particular, things look updated and beautiful, but hopefully we'll be able to show you some pictures today where that'll illustrate that of jobs I've actually done to give you yeah. some, uh, some cool ideas. I'm definitely going to do that. And so, just so you know that I do have some information that is scrolling across the screen, but if you're listening to our podcast and you can't see that down below, everything is the, all the information, all the, all the links that you're going to uh, see, because this is very visual. I hope that you'll go over to YouTube or our Facebook group and, and look at it because it's, uh, it's fascinating what Dan can, can do. So well, thank you. You, you got the phone number spelled perfectly and everything. I'm, oh, I'm good. It's all, it's all right. That's good. I'm glad I typed it in there. Right. Okay. So let's go over and check out some of these um, cool pictures that we have uploaded. Let's start with this one. All right. Well, this is uh, this is a remodel that was done in a home that had a very traditional shower. It had the big frame glass shower door over that entrance there. Uh, and the little table back there is a, it's a staging thing. So I don't think they actually showered with a, you know, with a doily. <laughs> and everything. But, uh, but um, oh, we opened, we opened the entrance wider. So it's easy for someone to get into, even if they're in a wheelchair someday Fantastic. or that's their circumstance. Um, but it's done beautifully. That does not look like the handicapped bathroom, you know, at your doctor's nope. office. No, it doesn't. In that shower, there's a handheld with an extra long hose on it. So if someone's sitting on a shower chair or standing, they can use that it's also handy to clean the inside of showers actually too and then there's another regular shower head to the right that's just out of sight for someone that just wants to stand under a, a fixed or set shower head and then on the right there's a, uh, a hat it's called a hat box toilet it's made by Kohler um, and it's it's really cool when you approach it the lid lifts up automatically so that if someone has trouble reaching or grasping the toilet is becomes available without having to do any of that and even the toilet paper roll holder is made so that it's really easy to put a roll, to replace the roll. 
um, without having to squeeze together those springy thingies, you know? Oh, yes. I so do even that. that is uh, <laughs> it's made to be easier for people to manage. The floors are non-slip tile. And uh, and the the walls in the shower have large format tile. They're 12 by 24 inches. So we minimize our grout lines. So there's very little maintenance. And it's really easy to clean. You've thought Those of some of the highlights of that one. So um, that's a book on top of that toilet. So I would imagine if the toilet lid lifts off on itself, you better put that book somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, well, you, well, you can disable that. So when we were, I was taking the pictures, oh, I had to okay. turn it off because every time I moved the wrong way, it was dumping the book off the back. Oh, I bet. I bet. Oh, that's funny. Okay, on to the next one. That's cool. Okay, let's see what we got next. All right, so these are two different bathrooms, but the one on the left, and I think there's some other pictures of it as well from further back. Uh, if this is for a client that's a, a planning aging in place client. So she and her husband are in good health now. But they love their home. They want to stay there forever. So they're putting in stuff now so that they can shower seated, for example, that picture on the left. Um, and they can uh, use the handheld or a regular shower head. And the, this shower is a, a curbless walk-in shower. So nothing to step over. You could roll in if you were in a wheelchair or roll in with a walker or a shower chair. Um, easily, and the water all goes to the back of the shower. See that rectangular silver uh, square on the back yes, of the shower there right that. below the seat? Mm -hmm. That's actually the drain. So it drains very quickly so the oh. floor doesn't stay wet too long. And then nice looking a column of decorative tile with shelves that are in easy reach, where things are in easy reach for someone that's standing or someone that might be seated and using that uh, fold, that's a fold down chair that you see there. Uh, to reach to get to the, the faucets and to be able to bathe. So walk-in showers are one of our top projects that we do, especially taking out tubs and making them into showers like that. On the right, this is actually the bathroom in my house. So this is my hall bath. And I put in a wall-hung toilet. It's a fairly small bathroom, so to create floor space, I put a toilet that fits on a bracket, a very strong bracket that's in the wall. And the tank is in the wall. So because the tank is in the wall, the toilet doesn't stick out so far into the room. So you have more room to maneuver, easier to clean under it if you have males in the family. I know you know what I mean. I do. And uh, behind those silver flushers, you see there's a big square and a little littler one. Those yeah. are the number one and two flush buttons. And that faceplate comes off if there's ever repairs that need to be done in the tank. So the water tank is right behind there and below that faceplate. But people who have those love them. They're much prettier than the commercial building ones. So that's something to consider if you have a small bathroom, wall-hung toilets. Uh, this, was, this bathroom was done for a senior senior. She's probably approaching 80. Uh, she had a completely unworkable shower with a very narrow shower door. And across the room there where you see the toilet, it had a really skinny door. So she knew that someday she would need an assistive device like a walker or a wheelchair. So we actually just got rid of the door completely and made a wider doorway. So it's much easier to get in and out. And there's a better play of light in and out of that room too. She put in a, a traditional vanity and mirror, um, but the shower was changed for by having a bigger entrance and also a seat. So she got a, a nice uh, generous bench there and different shower controls up to the right um, for, for bathing. 
And then she really loved the idea of a racing stripe in there. So we put in a black racing stripe <laughs> that goes up the bench and up the wall to give it some architectural definition and make it look cool. That's funny. I'm sorry about that. I just hit myself here. Um, I, I wanted to talk a little bit about that because we were looking at buying new homes. Okay. We wanted yes. to move. And one of the things I noticed first off, cause we do have somebody with us that is going to be in a wheelchair or a walker, one of the two. And those doors are ridiculous. There you could, there's no way you could even fit a walker in there. Why do they do that? When they it's know just, darn good and well, you're going to need a wider door. You know, it's not even a money thing because uh, the cost is between a 24 inch wide door and a 32 inch door is, you know, like $10. It's, it's, it's done for various reasons. The biggest one is they're just used to doing it. And it's hard to get builders and architects to get off of that. It's also done because inside bathrooms, which have traditionally been pretty small, you have to leave room to either side of the door for cabinets and countertops. So the more you widen the door, the more you limit cabinetry just inside the door. I see. But okay. it's still, and if you're doing a new build, you can get around that easily by just designing the size of the bathroom so you can put in a decent Well, door. in your company, we can do that. But in this company, they said, no, you have to have it exactly as we oh, have really? it here. And then you can hire somebody later to modify it. And I thought, well, that would cost more. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah, that's a model yeah. home developer type thing yeah, yeah new, the, the production builders no no flexibility none on those plans it's really too bad i've had some of their designers some of the big home builder designers in my classes they, they refuse to change any i hear your your doorbell going off they refuse to change their existing floor plans but they swore to me that they would start designing new homes with some of these more common sense features in them uh, what do we got here? So um, these are two additional bathrooms. The one on the left doesn't have a door. It has a, it's a true walk-in where you walk past that glass, turn left, and the shower is there. It's got the shampoo niches, so things are within easy reach when you're showering. The handheld in this bathroom, it's a little hard to see at the, at the left side of that photo, is on a slide bar. So a lot of our shower heads are on a slide bar now, which actually acts as an invisible grab bar. So you can use it. They're, they make them, they're strong enough to be a grab bar and also be an adjustable shower. So that's pretty cool. And so I just wanted you to see in a pretty small footprint what it would look like to have um, a, uh, a shower that doesn't have a door on the right-hand side. The left-hand side of that, uh, interestingly enough, opens as well. So we actually designed this for an architect that was a, a senior senior. So he can open that door, the second panel, and get in there with a wheelchair if he needs to. But until then, he's just going in from the right. And the picture on the left, this was a very typical bathroom with a five-foot tub at the end of the room. I mean, you see that all the time in people's homes. We took the tub out, made it a walk-in shower. And look how seamlessly it goes from the gray floor tile outside the shower into the smaller sized uh, non-slip tiles just inside so that it, your eye it doesn't see any curb or step up or any impediment to getting in. It just looks good. And this has a lot of mosaic tile on the back wall. This client really liked that stuff. So we put a lot of that in. Um, the handheld in this case can be lifted off of a bracket. So it's a little bit different. 
Um, and and then there's natural light coming in that window, but it's it's high enough to be private. So we call those Clara story windows. They let light in, but you can't see any body parts and people feel secure. It truly is gorgeous. Um, I'm going to put my, my word in there. Thank you. Uh, so this was a contemporary bathroom too. And this client was absolutely certain she didn't want anything that looked um, institutional in there. So she was so concerned about looks that she covered the drain of the shower up with that fuzzy rug uh, for the picture. That seat on the left, which is an acrylic seat, acrylic and stainless folds up against the wall. So it uh, doesn't take up much space in the room. The grab bar is really pretty. I mean, does that look like your grandpa's grab bar? I don't that, know. Looks, I, I've never like seen a, a grab bar look like that. I mean, I didn't know they came that way. Yeah, we have all kinds of choices now that we counsel our clients about, our seniors about, um, to make sure that things are beautiful. We even have a toilet paper holder that uh, doesn't look like a toilet paper holder at all, but it actually is an ADA strength paper holder. And then there's the plumbing is on the right of that. Um, this was an interesting project because we did it for a 90 year old man and he lived in this home for a long time and didn't use this bathroom. This is the master shower because that shower on that you see was a three foot deep or almost three foot deep uh, terrazzo tub that had two slippery steps leading down into it, really steep, small steps. And then you get down in the tub. So you had to do that every time you wanted a shower, not just bath, bathtub bathe, but shower. Really, really dangerous. One of the most dangerous showers I've ever seen. So and that we prevents people from, from getting clean. And, you know, I mean, that is one of the things that most people worry about with their elderly parents, that they're not bathing enough. So that would True. be, yeah, that would be a reason. I don't want to go in there. I might fall. If it's attractive and they're going to shower more, that's exactly right. It, it's preventing falls in bathrooms is one of the very biggest things that we do because 80% of the falls happen in bathrooms and, and then a good number at the bottom of stairs. But the bathroom is the big culprit. It's wet. Um, there's uh, uh, slippery tile sometimes and various uh, things that can cause problems for, for older users that have any kind of a balance problem. Uh, it's a nice looking grab bar in that too on the left there. Go back for just a second. So that's another beautiful one. That one's made by a hardware company called J-A-C-L-O, Jacklo. They make some really pretty stuff. And we even tiled the floor. We made it a walk-in and we tiled the floor and the lower walls to match the existing. You can't even tell where the new and the old meet. No, you can. It's absolutely gorgeous. Thank you. My taste. Yeah. You're, you're right, very, good, very good. <laughs> I know. Thank you. Uh, another walk-in shower that has no, uh, see, does this one have a glass door? I can't tell. I can't remember. Looks like it's just a walk-in shower. It has a, a horizontal a grab glass, bar. I see a glass door on both of them. You do? Well, I'm not okay. sure if it's a door. It's it's a wall. It's glass on the right. And then I see one on the left as well. Yeah, that must swing closed and close that, that opening. But that's another example of the seamless floor transition into the shower so it's not only beautiful but it's very functional nothing to trip over nothing to step over if that becomes difficult for you mm -hmm. at some point there's there's a really good vent fan vent heat light unit on the ceiling there and that has a can control the amount of moisture in the bathroom when someone bathes 
So we put a timer on the wall, a timer switch with lots of choices of times. And you can push the 30 minute button when you get out, pulls all the moisture out, turns itself off. But in the meantime, it's extracted all the moisture from your towels and the shower. So it's much healthier uh, in terms of air cleanliness and uh, mold spores and all that. So it creates a healthier, healthier bathroom space. Um, on the right, another, that's actually the same bathroom that we looked at before with the linear drain in the back, but this time the seat is down. So you, there's oh, the, the shampoo shells. Down there. That's the seat. Okay. Yeah. We'd oh, like to put our shower nice. handles that turn on the water. If you look to the right of the right-hand picture there, mm -hmm. where the um, where you can turn it on without getting hit in the back of the head with the water. So in this case, you can stand at the edge there, entrance to the shower, turn on the water, and then reach your hand in. And sometimes we put that valve that turns on the water on the opposite side of the shower head just so that it's convenient where you step in to reach. Uh, this uh, one on, job on the left is a, a contemporary shower. So it has the Chevron style tile, kind of wood look tiles, kind of neat looking. And then a mosaic on the floor that's also different, very stylish and a very narrow linear drain. Also a walk-in shower. Um, and then the picture on the right is a, a really cool walk-in that has a bench in it and several shower controls. If you look to the, between the two shampoo boxes that are in there, see how they have cobalt blue on the back of them? I noticed there's uh, a, lot of, different, a lot of something going on there. Yeah, some people want a car wash, you know, they want to step in there and have <laughs> beach out from all different angles and yes. stuff. So, uh, and some people actually need that for therapeutic problem, uh, issues and back problems and stuff like that, so. Uh, I, I just want people to see how beautifully this can be done with nice hardware and uh, and also be really safe and usable for many years as people uh, change physically as they get older. One of the things I'm noticing about all your pictures is we're not seeing the traditional shower curtain or the shower door being, you know, uh, blocked. Like, you know, <laughs> if you don't... Yes. It used to be you were in like a box that, you know, was enclosed when you had the shower going. You felt very confined. But I see that it just feels airy. It feels light. Well, we usually are taking out a wall on one side of the shower that used to make it gloomy and cramped inside mm -hmm. and putting glass there. And that was the case here. There was a wall uh -huh. there on the right-hand picture on the wall. To, uh, was a wall to the left that was sheetrocked. So we still do curtains sometimes, but... Usually it's if we have a wheelchair user senior that we're working with and they just they have a caregiver and they need to be able to get in and out very easily and a glass door is is constricting and too much of a hassle. And that's fine too that there are some very nice looking shower curtains. It's nothing wrong with that idea. Uh, this was a bathroom with a tub on that back wall. Turned it into a step-in shower. So this does have a curb. The clients wanted a curb there but it doesn't have a shower door. So you just uh, step in, you'll see that, I think you can see that, you can't quite see the shower handle on the right, but uh, and it has the handheld shower you can see in that picture and uh, a, what's called a pony wall. So that was a solid wall going up earlier and now it's been cut down low and glass put atop it so that it, lots of light can play into the shower. You feel better when you have natural light and it's also safer to use. Now this next picture is one of my favorites because I want it myself. <laughs> yeah, 
Yes, this is a, a walk-in tub that we glorified a little bit. And it's made by a company called uh, Rain Tubs, R-A-N-E Tubs. Uh, but this customer, one of them needed to sit to bathe, the wife, and the husband didn't want to sit. He wanted to stand and shower. So we added a normal shower head high up on the wall to the right. But then where does all the water go when it splashes off of him? So our glass company made this kind of French door glass enclosure there. You won't see that anywhere else. It's kind of a, a custom-made thing that we did. So he can shower in it like a normal shower, but those doors can swing completely out of the way. So she can get in, sit down, close that big, uh, that easy-to-use lock on the top of the door that you see there uh, to use that tub. And then it has Whirlpool jets and things like that in there for her. So that's a nice-looking tub. This is a before-and-after picture. Um, we do this bathroom fairly often. Actually, it's very common in the Meyerland, Bel Air, Westbury area of town. So this is the exact same bathroom before and after. To orient you, the toilet paper holder is in the same place in both pictures. So we cut away the wall to the left, but not all of it. We left a little bit of the, of the wall there and put a stone cap on it so no water can get into the wall. And then there's glass there instead of wall. We also made it higher at the top by taking out that false ceiling. So the whole thing is, feels bigger, brighter. We added better lighting in there. Uh, this is where a, um, a typical five-foot tub would fit. But you can see how much more we made out of it by making it a shower. These were also planner seniors, so no physical problems yet, but they want to stay in that house forever and they wanted it to accommodate them later. So you see the grab bars are also oil rub bronze that match all the hardware. Everything goes together. There was room to put a, a, a triangular, triangular bench in the corner. Um, those are actually bigger than it looks in that picture. There's plenty of room to sit on that and it's open underneath. So you can store things under there or get your heels under your butt when you're standing up, which is a safer way to get up and down. So now quite a transformation, right? I love it. I absolutely looks like a totally different place. Really now does. we're going to move on to. I know you have more pictures, but uh, yeah, just we, go ahead. We well, I want to move into storage for sh your your drawers. So let's move into spices. So we do this. We do this kind of storage primarily in kitchens, although it can be done in bathrooms too. I have done it in bathrooms. Um, if you have your spices right there where you're cooking, it's so convenient. Instead of having to walk over to a cabinet, uh, an upper cabinet and open it. So we, in this drawer, we either put spices, it's designed for whole lots of spices, or it can be utensils. So it's a, it, there's a hanging rack there that you can hang all kinds of spoons and spatulas and commonly used uh, cooking utensils for. But the point is they're right there where you do the cooking at the stove and it's so convenient. People love having that, uh, not to have to walk anywhere to get to the spices. On the right-hand picture, uh, there's drawers below the cooktop. So this, instead of having a spice rack, which actually I think this is spice rack maybe to the left of those drawers, uh, in addition to spice rack, I should say, you have drawers that are full extension for pots and pans. They have, they're nice and deep. So you can put big stuff in them, but you, you can reach everything and see everything. You don't have to get on your hands and knees and dig oh, around in the back of a cabinet it. to find that Tupperware lid. I want it so badly. Yeah. Oh, it's wonderful. Lots of pullouts. 
People love pullouts. I'll do them right yeah. under the cooktop. If it doesn't stick down too far, that the cooktop itself, we can actually put those utensils right there that's under the cooktop. Super convenient. That's beautiful. Uh, the left-hand picture is a pull-down shelf. So for people that can't reach all the way up, either because of back issues or even if they're in a wheelchair, you can pull down this... Uh, this uh, shelf unit has two two racks or two shelves, and it's spring-loaded, so it goes up and down very easy with just the touch of a finger. If someone has, is seated and can't reach, they can use one of those pincher grabber tools to easily push that up and down and be able to get to glassware and plates and things like that. On the right is a, a drawer that uh, was deep enough to have two layers, so your most commonly used silverware is put on top and then things that you reach for a little less often are in the bottom there, but they both are easily reachable within that drawer. It's a cool idea. As usual, Dan, you are just filled with wonderful ideas for keeping our seniors in their homes. And I honestly, I, I am looking for my final home that I want to be in. And so you've given me a lot of great ideas of things that I want to do before I move in, you know, great. to make sure that it's done before I need it. Because isn't that a bummer when someone calls and says, mom's coming home from the hospital tomorrow and she can't fit her wheelchair in there. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, the, the reality of that is especially right now in the post COVID world is that remodeling a whole bathroom is not going to happen fast. So if they call me and say, mom's coming home in two weeks and we need to gut and redo the bathroom, I'm just going to say she's going to have to stay in rehab or stay somewhere else for a while until her house can be made, her home can be made so that it's uh, safe for her and it works for her. Yeah. So some of those emergency jobs, you can't get immediate gratification. If she needs bars put in before she comes home, that kind of little stuff, no problem. Yeah. But if it's a full remodel, you can't always do it as quickly as the family wants. Yes, I totally understand that. So let's go and check it out. If you're in the Houston area, you can go by. Give Dan a call at 713-723-8850. And I know he'd be happy to give you a tour. I love it. I Every time I go by it, I say, I should stop in and see Dan. <laughs> we always love seeing you here, Mary, and you've been wonderful to work with. Oh, that's great. Thank you. Oh, any final words that you have about our senior estate concierge group? Um, it's an awesome resource for people that have and who do have a business um, or a livelihood of any kind that works with seniors. And it's also super good for seniors that are out there that need information and that just need help as they get older. We're in a big city and now we have this big group that really uh, provides more information than I could possibly describe, you know, in this discussion, but uh, use it, use it. It's a resource for, for professionals and it's also a resource for homeowners. Yes. Well, thank you for joining us today. We look forward to seeing you and contact us. We're here to help. Bye, Dan. Bye-bye. Take care. Thank you guys.